Hey, y'all, all bets on me, family. Oh, my gosh. It is 2024. Wow. I cannot believe that we have made it through another year. Before I continue, let me pause. Let me introduce myself. I'm coming up here like everybody already know who I am. But anyway, I am your host, Dr. LaShonda Walford, the founder and CEO of this amazing All Bets on Me podcast. Today, 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 I am super excited. Um, not just because this is day one of season two, but because I have a special guest co-host with me in the studio today. Clap it up, clap it up. Mommy! Yes. <laughs> my husband's here mr travis walford hey baby what's going on baby how you doing <laughs> i'm good i'm good i'm good i'm good so yeah i'm feeling extra special today i'm feeling extra extra good today because my hubby is here with me um and this is the first episode of season two. Oh my gosh if you have not um, had a chance to go back and listen to season one, please do. Please do. Make sure you follow us. Make sure you leave us a review and make sure you share the podcast with other people. Okay. All right. Enough about that. Today, we are going to jump in. We're going to do a recap of 2024. I mean, sorry, not a recap of 2024 because this is the beginning of 2024. We're going to recap 2023. Not fully, just pull out some things that kind of stand out to us, some challenges that we went through, and then also some, some things that we were able to accomplish in 2023. And then we're going to look at what 2024 looks like for us. I know that was a lot. You got anything you want to add, baby? Mm, not yet. I'm just, I'm, I'm, look, you drive my car. I'm riding right now. I tell you when I want to turn. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, um, so let's just start with like um a recap for 2023. Um, for those of you who are new to this space, thank you for being here. Our returning supporters, thank you, thank you, thank you so much for returning. Thank you for the love. We certainly appreciate it. Um, and so what we're going to do now is my husband and I have what we call a word of the year. Now, I have been doing this for a couple of years, but in 2023, which was last year, I decided to share that this experience with my husband. So what we decided to do was we picked the word of the year for 2023 collectively together as a couple and then we had our own separate words so we're going to talk about the word that we chose together collectively as a couple so baby share the word and then tell why um, last year's word yeah last year's word the word of the year for 2023 my word <laughs> that was our we we shared that word yeah we shared the word um faith Yes. Faith. Um, the reason why we picked that word, I'm going to speak for myself, and then I'll let her pick for her reasons. I'm going to speak for her reasons. The reason why I picked that word is no matter what you do, you have to have faith. 
uh, especially in entrepreneurship, you, faith is that is believing what's unseen. And <clears throat> a lot of times in entrepreneurship, you can see it, but it's not tangible. It's in your mind, but you can't see it in, in the, the, I guess, earthly form or, or natural form, I should say, In the natural. in the natural, but you can see it in your mind. So you have to have faith because you go through so much as an entrepreneur, not even an entrepreneur. You go through so much as a person, as a human being. You have to have a strong faith. You know what I'm saying? Faith is something that you have to have be strong with. So, I mean, that's that's that was just one of the words that I felt strongly about having for the word of the year. Yeah, so I I mean I agree with that. Like faith, first of all, it's a big part of who we are, right? Mm-hmm. Who we are as individuals, who we are as as a couple. Um it's just a part of our makeup, a part of our life style as well. And so for me, faith fit perfectly. Um, that was a perfect word of the year um, because I will say, you know, just in general, being a person, like my husband said, we go through things um, and, and we need we need to be able to hold on to our faith. Not only that, but as an entrepreneur, I am an entrepreneur at heart and there are some things that come up, um, challenges that you are totally blindsided by and you definitely need something that will keep you um keep you focused on the on the task at hand or the goal that's ahead right and you need something to be a reminder of why we do what we do and so for me Uh, faith, faith, like I said in the beginning, it's it's a huge part of who we are. Um, it 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 it's in our makeup to just you know serve God and then just have faith in Him, and also have faith in the abilities that He's given us to be able to uh complete the task that He's given us, if that makes sense. I mean, And you gotta have um you have to have a, a sense of um on where I mean that's not the word I'm looking for, blind faith. Like you have to believe it so much no matter what comes your way, no matter what task goes in front of you, you believe. That's right. No matter what obstacles put in your way, no matter how difficult it looks, no matter how like impossible it looks you have to have that that blinding faith that un unmovable faith like it's gonna work it is our um buster rhymes say you have to believe in it so much people think you're crazy Yes. because nobody else can see it It's crazy face. you know nobody else can see it nobody else can can like you say i'm gonna do xyz and they like well how are you gonna do xyz what blah 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 they can't see it they they don't see it They can't see it until it becomes to fruition. Then they can see, oh, he, they did it, or she did it, or he did it. 
But the whole time you knew it was going to happen. You know what I'm saying? So you have to have that type of faith. And it's, it's going to be times it's going to be tested. Um, <laughs> plenty of times it's going to be tested. But you still have to have that faith. You, even, you have to have faith in faith. Yeah, yeah. If that, that makes sense. Yeah, that unwavering faith. Yeah. No matter what happens, you still have to have that faith. And like I said, it it helps you stay focused, right? Because anytime God gives us a task to complete or an assignment, there's always going to come with a certain level of obstacles, right? You're going to be tested. Um. And in that, you have to stay focused on the end goal. You have to stay focused um, on the assignment, really. And no matter what, you have to keep pushing through. Like, once he gives us an assignment... And the challenges start. You, we don't have the, we don't have the option to to opt out and say, oh, I changed my mind. I don't want this. And then you know, like stop or walk away. I, I don't feel like we have that option because once he chooses us, he's already given us what we need to complete the task. So he already knows that we're the one, like you're the one. Does that make sense? To me, it does. So it's like, so everything that we're doing, it's because this is what God has assigned to our hands, our lives. And even though we can't see it, or we don't always understand it, but he's already given us what we need to complete the task, at least to start. And as long as we keep going on the journey and just stay focused on where he's taking us, he'll bring us what we need to complete the task. But not to get too blip. <clears throat> Not to get too biblical with it, but faith without works is dead. Yeah. So you also have to put in the work. And one thing I'll give you credit for is you you invest in yourself. So when I say invest in yourself, I mean she will take workshops, she will go to seminars, she'll go to conferences, she will get as much knowledge as she can. So that's what I mean when I say faith without works is dead, because you gotta have faith, but you also have to have a work ethic. Yeah. You also got to be willing to get up every day and do something towards it. Yeah. And that's what a lot of people struggle with it. They want to just, oh, God gave me a dream. He's going to give me, yeah, he's going to give you that, but you have to take the first step for him to move the obstacles out of the way because he ain't going to put the obstacle in the way if you're the obstacle. Mm. You know what I'm mm. saying? It's no, use of, it's no use of putting that in the way if you're stopping yourself. And I always said, I do a lot of things and I say a lot of things. Because I talk to myself. So sometimes even me, myself, I could be my own obstacle because we're bad about talking ourselves out of something before we even start. Mm. So you have to have faith once again 
that he gave it to you, he gave you the vision, and he's going to give you what you need to do it, but you still have to take the first step. You Yeah. still have to get up out of bed every day, even if it's 20 minutes a day or 30 minutes a day, because somebody is working eight hours in that day or four hours in that day, whatever time they got, and they got the vision as well. So, yeah, so faith without work is definitely dead. So don't just think, oh, I got faith, I'm going to get it. No, 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 boo boo. That ain't how it works. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. So that that's a good point. So I I want to unpack that a little bit though. Um, especially um the part where you said um if you're the obstacle. Right. And you said a lot of times we talk ourselves out of certain things. Unpack that. Let, let's unpack that because somebody may not really, you know, fully get what we're talking about. Or somebody could say, well, how do you talk yourself out of it? So what I mean by talking yourself out of it, you may, okay, even down to getting a business license, you know what I'm saying? So you want to start a business. And if you unaware how much it costs, you may go on the site and it's what, nine? It depends on, It depends it's, on yeah, one. it's, it's anywhere from like, Let's say, let's just say it's a G. yeah, yeah. Let's just say it's a thousand dollars. Mm hmm So you got this great, this great vision, this great idea of what you want to do, how you want to do it. You got everything. I'm gonna go on here. I'm gonna go to LegalZoom and I'm gonna get start my LLC or start an S corp or whatever you want to do. And you're not thinking. And then you get on there and you pick all this because they're not gonna tell you what it is in the beginning. They're gonna say, "Oh, it's ninety nine dollars. <laughs> ninety nine dollars is like going to the lot getting a base model. Right. And so it's ninety nine dollars. Or you can get this for this. You can get this. And you thinking, okay, I may need this. I may need that. Next thing you know, now your bill is nine hundred ninety nine dollars. You like, I don't have a thousand dollars. So it must not be meant to be because if God wanted me to have this, he know I don't have a thousand dollars. So you were like, okay, well, I'll get it later. So a lot of people will stop right there. Now, let me say this. You may not have a thousand, but that's when you have to put your imaginary cap on and come up with a way to get that thousand. You know what I'm saying? You if you if you first of all, if you really need all that stuff, that's the question. That's one. But that's another story. But second, second, you have to come up with a way to come up with that thousand. So you may, if you just stop right there and be like, I don't have a thousand, I'm gonna leave it alone. Or you say, okay, I may not have it right now, but what can I do to get that thousand? Now God may put us uh, plant a seed in you, or you may come up and Believe it or not, somebody might come up and gift you something or some, it, it can be a way for it to come come to fruition if you keep your options A positive. open. So that's mindset, Yeah. right? Yeah. A positive mindset. But I'm saying it's also faith. Yeah, it God, is. I know you didn't bring me this far just to bring me this far. I know you didn't give me this dream. I know you didn't give me this vision. I know you didn't give me this idea. And I want to act on it. And now I don't financially have the money. It's it's so some people be like, okay, that's it. But some people are gonna be like, nah, I'm gonna figure out a way to come up with this money. Now I ain't Right. saying it's gonna be easy, and you do need money. That number one, you it takes money to make money. Yeah. It takes money to make it. But um a lot of times that's what I mean by talking yourself out of it. You'll see what this costs, or you'll start going or trying to you want to do transportation and you want to go out here and get this van and all this and all that. Well, The van is 40000 Nobody, you know, instead
for half the price or something. But I'm saying it's I, that's too. That's an example of talking stuff out of it. But if you really truly want to do it, you'll figure out a way to do it. So that's what I mean by that. That's a long answer, but it is an answer. An example. Yeah, or you could do that, or just simply look at your life and how you spend your money and see where you can cut back. Yeah. And, you know, cut back long enough just to get the funds that you need so that you can get your business structure set up properly, right? Um. So that that's the way. And then the other thing that I know how we can tend to talk ourselves out of things is I'm going to speak for myself. Sometimes the downloads from God, they're like huge. Like these dreams are, and I call, I call my dreams downloads because that's what it is. Those, because we don't come up with ideas on our own. I just, I don't think so. So the downloads that God gives, they're so big, right? And so what I used to find myself doing is I want to keep, now God gave me the download and now I want to pray. Like what you keep praying to me about this for when I don't show this to you three times, right? But that's a way of, and me not really knowing that's a way of me trying to talk myself out of Okay, moving forward on what God has shown me. And then the other way is when we feel like we don't have what it takes. When we feel like, hmm, well, God, you sure this is for me? Or, you know, when we start, how am I going to do blah, 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 blah? Like, we'll come up with every excuse why we cannot before we come up with a list of why we can. And then we hold on, hold on. I want you to repeat that. I want you to repeat that for the ones in the back that didn't hear you. <laughs> I said another way that we talk ourselves out of things is we will come up with a list of reasons why we cannot do a thing before we before we come up with a list of how we can do it. So you have a list of why you can't do it first before you even have a list. Yes, we will list out a lot. We'll have a laundry list of things of how we cannot do what this big thing is that God has given us to do before we even come up with a list of things on how we can make it happen. So that's that's a, that's a way that we talk ourselves out of things. And I call them excuses. That's just what it is. We make excuses as to why we can't. Oh, I don't know anything about this. I don't have the money. Um, I'm I'm not a college graduate. I'm not a. I mean, all these things that we we will put all these excuses in the way. Oh, I don't have enough time. I gotta work. While I'm on that, there's always time. We just have to make it. So in the beginning years, when I first became an entrepreneur, my mindset was, if I can go get these people 12 hours out of a day, then I'm going to find two to three, four or five hours to give to our business. 
And that's that's just what my mindset was because you you cannot say I don't have time for something that is going to be your like for something that's yours, but you can go punch a clock for somebody else. Spent a lot of time on faith with this guy. <laughs> I know, but that's just that's just faith. Yeah, that's, that's just, just faith. That's, that's you know that that's where we um that's the one word where we landed now. You feel like sharing your personal word? I can share mine. Yeah, I can share my personal word. Okay, go ahead. Share. So that was that was our word together as a couple was faith. What was your word? Your my personal, personal word, word? Favor. Mm. Um, favor. And the reason why I chose favor is because I'm not going to get too deep and into my past life. Well, my my past, but I know a lot of I went through a lot of things in my life and he bought me out. Baby. He bought me through those things. And I one day I was really sitting back and I never went without. I've never really been hungry. I mean, everybody's been hungry at the moment. When I say hungry, I mean hungry. I've never had to like be destitute. I've never not had my needs met. Even in situations where I didn't think it was going to happen. That's good. It happened. So I had to give him credit because I believe in giving credit what credit is due. I had to give God credit because I, I really realized I had faith in my life. Sometimes I went through my life in autopilot. Mm. Didn't have a destination. Just coasting along. I mean, you know, doing what I was supposed to do. And when I say autopilot, y'all, that means I didn't have a plan. I didn't know what I want to do next. I'm just working. But I still made it to this point. And then I'm like, dang, what happens if me didn't get, and I give you a lot of credit, but I had plans, but at one point I didn't. But what if you do have a plan? Because mm -hmm. if you, I always heard, if you, if you fail to plan, you plan to fail. Mm -hmm. I still made it through a lot of things and I didn't have a plan. So that's, to me, that's favor in my life. I feel like yeah. I've been chosen for a reason, mm -hmm. you know? He ain't done with me. That's why I keep waking up. That's why I don't know how far on this podcast you want me to talk as far as like my past, but I'm just going to say this. I, I just want you to flow wherever. I dodge bullets. And when I say dodge bullets, I ain't say dodge bullets because you can't dodge them. I ran from bullets and they just had bad aim. Oh, <laughs> they had bad aim. <laughs> and they weren't necessarily saying shooting at me like I'm going to get you Travis, but I was you know, in the line of fire to the point where I heard the bullets go by my ears like mosquitoes, you know what I'm saying? But that's fake because it's people that fall over and just die from hitting the head on the ground. But anyway, my point is I knew he had, I recognized he had favor over my life and I had to just break down and give him credit for it. And I read that word every day. So when I get down, when I start thinking, I don't know how I'm going to make this or how this is going to happen or whatever, whatever, that I go back to that word. And not to be funny, that's still going to be my word in one of my words in 2024. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I, I think that's a, a, a great word um, to have. What's and yours? I'm going to share mine, but I, I want to touch on favor real quick. Well, I'm not going to say real quick. I do want to touch on favor. So I want to touch on the part where you said you you lived your life and you was on autopilot, like with no plan, right? Um, 
And it, and it, it just made me think about a time in my life where I, I, I guess I lived on autopilot when you put it in the terms that you did, because there was a situation that, uh, well, a time in my life where I made a decision and I didn't have a plan as to what was going to happen after the, after this, right? Like after, I, I just made a decision about a situation in the moment, right? I didn't think about seven years down the road. I, I just didn't. But when I think about it in the terms, favor on your life in the terms that you shared it, that's exactly what that was. Like God was even showing me favor then because I was only thinking about now. I didn't even think about seven years down the road, but God already had like strategic plan, a strategic plan and strategically placed people in my life that could um, that could help serve in that time of my life when I needed it. It's like, I didn't think seven years down the road, but he did. And he looked out for me. So I'm trying not to say the situation because I don't want to make it like go all left. But what I will, I am going to say it though. I'm going to say you got to say it. I'm going to say it so it'll make sense. So, and some people may know, some people may not, but in my early 20s, I was married and then we had a five-year-old daughter at the time. Now, early 20s. So that means all of my 20s, I spent, I went from. You were married to your first husband. So then. Well, they know you still live. Like you said, they may not. Okay. When I was in my early 20s, I was married to my first husband, who is now passed away. His name is David, was David. So he's passed away. But I went from being a wife and a mother to a wife. Well, no, to a full-time caregiver, a mother and a wife. And so my, my entire 20s was dedicated to taking care of my family, right? Which would consist of my husband then at that time and our daughter at that time who was five years old. So when I say I made a decision in that moment, that's exactly what I meant. I had to decide whether I was going to allow the doctors to put him in a skilled facility where they claimed he could get the best care or if I was going to just do what I chose to do, which is bring him home and then I'm responsible, you know, for his care. Whether or not we had a nurse come that day or not, the care still had to be done. So I made a decision to to care for him, right? But I didn't think about what would life look like if he suddenly passed away. So that means that I wasn't working. I, I, I wanted to go back to school at the time, and a couple of times I did try, but 
just with staffing and people not showing up when they supposed to. I never knew when I was going to have nurse. I ended up having to stop that um, because I was missing too many days. So that's why I say I didn't have a plan. I was living my life on autopilot. I never even thought about what it would look like if he suddenly passed away or if he just passed away, period. I never thought about what life looked like for me and then our daughter, never. But when that time came, God had already strategically placed people in our lives to make it easier for me to transition back into the workforce where I had been out of it for seven and a half years because I had just been a full-time caregiver, a wife and a mom. So that's what came back to my remembrance when you said you lived your life on autopilot. Cause I'm like, what the heck? That period of my life, that's exactly what I did. Autopilot. Didn't have a plan, never thought about what would I do, you know, if something happened. But when it happened, I mean, like I said, God had already just put people and things in play. It's like for me, he was like, okay, I see you not thinking about this. So let me do X, Y, and Z for you. And it was already in play. So I'm, you know, that's that's what came to my mind um, when you was talking about favor and uh, living your life on autopilot. That is definitely favor. And that was a time in my life where I know for sure I lived on autopilot. And I'm just, you know, I'm, I'm grateful to God now, you know, on the other side of it over 20 years later for him having that favor over my life and for him just putting that plan, you know, just putting all the people in the, the pieces of the puzzle in place so that the dots could be easily connected at the time whenever I needed it. Does that make sense? Yeah, it makes sense. Yeah. But like I said, yeah, that's pretty much, I mean, mine wasn't to that level, not at that age. Um, but it definitely was some moments in my life when I had no idea what I was going to do. And I, cause I say this all the time, I've always been, I will, for the beginning, most part of my early years, I was a dreamer, but I all, and my wife will tell you this. I always say reality can be a dream killer mm. because reality will come in and not even just reality, reality, people are that you can have a big dream and tell it's the wrong person. And they just belittle you to the point where you just, you don't believe, or your life could be going in such a direction that you don't think it's possible, you know. Because you tell a kid, you ask a kid what he want to be, he has a limit, a limitless imagination. He can say, Oh, I want to be an astronaut, I want to be this, which that's what they're supposed to do. But if you get to a certain point, you get people, oh, what you want to be? Oh, I want to be an astronaut. You ain't smart enough to do that. Well, how are you going to do that? You know how long you got to go to school? You plan on going to the military? And like my wife said earlier, they'll give you a list of so many reasons why it won't work instead of saying, oh, you can do it, you just got to work hard at it. Mm -hmm. You know, I won't ever discourage nobody on any idea they come up with, any dream they have. But anyway, reality, and, not, and it ain't even about other people. 
It could be about just what you go through. It could be about just what you see, your environment, all the stuff you got, and you start killing your own. Yeah, you start killing your own. Or it's not even a dream no more. Then you go in survival mode, which is a whole nother subject and a whole yeah. nother topic. You go in survival mode, and you just trying to make it, you know, survival mode. You go in survival mode. You just trying to make it to the next day. Yeah. You just trying to make it to the next day. You just trying to okay, or you trying to make it to even the next month. You just living month to month. Like, okay, I got to pay this bill, this bill, this bill. This pay. Next thing you know, it's 28, 29th. You got to start all over. Mm. You know yeah. what I'm saying? And it's like, it's never ending cycle. And that dream you had, you said you was going to do it. But now you're working 50 hours, 60 hours a week, six days a week. And just trying to have some type of social life. Or even if you're trying to have a social life or whatever. And... Like what happened? You think to yourself, what happened to that dream? Well, reality sometimes kills. Well, yeah, I, I I believe that, but I also believe that when you really, really believe, like faith, right? When you really, really believe, reality is only going to kill your dream, but so so much. Because there is a fire that's ignited. Like when when you know you know you know. And it's like no matter how much you try to do something else, like you say, survive, that fire never that that fire, it doesn't go away. Like it it it's almost like I'm finally, I'm having a hard time explaining it, but I know what I'm saying because I've I've been there. And it's like no matter how much more you do over here, it's still that 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 thing that you just can't let go of. Let me see if I can help you with this. And it's funny because it's in my notes for a reason, what you just said. You're saying that fire. So at the same time. What she's saying is you can shovel reality like shoveling. We try to put a fire out, try to smother it. Mm -hmm. As long as that little kindling yep. at the bottom and keep it, keep it ignited, ignited it's still going to burn. Yeah. So what you're saying that it may still burn. And what I'm saying reality, be, when I say a dream killer, don't necessarily mean it kills it, but it definitely put a whooping on it. But if that fire is inside of you, it may take 10 years for it to come back to blaze or come back to serve. It may even take 20 years or 30 years, but if it's in you, it's not ever going to go out till you go, till you leave this earth. Right. And it's in you. Yeah. Because the download, again, comes from God. Yeah. So that's that's where the fire is because that is what he's put in you to do. No, I agree. So, um, Lord, we are off topic. But it was it was good. But what I wanted what I want to go back to is now that I've you know touched on the faith and the favor, you asked me to share what my word was. Mm -hmm. That's what I want to go back to. So my word for 2023 was permission. And I'll sit, I'll explain why I chose the word permission. Um just like we already identified that we can talk ourselves out of 
certain things, we can hold ourselves back from, you know, great opportunities and other things too, just by not giving ourselves permission to um, like really, mm, permission to, and I'll say this, and permission to looks different for everybody. But for me, um, it was giving myself permission to enter in those new rooms and new spaces, right? A lot of times I, I start to feel imposter syndrome. Um, and I, you know, God elevate, was elevating me so fast it 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 got kind of scary right mm -hmm. and i want to i want to just it's like i i want him to continue but then it's like oh no like i'm i don't know i don't i don't know how to control this like it, it's it's scary because it was so fast and it was so new and so i knew that yeah like he was already elevating me but i also knew that wasn't it and so I had to remind myself that I needed to give myself permission to, and that is whatever it looks like for me. So permission to own the space that he's put me in and don't try to, don't try to like, okay, you can't hide if there's a spotlight on you, right? It, it it is what it is. Like, and we've already talked about favor. So the spotlight it got is God's favor over my life, right? And so you can't hide when you're in the spotlight. I'm just gonna put it. That's just the simplest way that I can put it. And I had I knew that I was gonna need to give myself permission to feel whatever I was going to feel to enter what walk through whatever door that he opened for me. Um, and just don't feel bad about succeeding. So give myself permission to be like, you, you ward for this. You get what I'm saying? Like you, you went through hell on earth for this. You suffered for this. It's kind of like that poem, which I'm not going to go through the whole poem. Deepest fear. Deepest fear is not that we're adequate. Our deepest fear is that we're um, powerful beyond our limits. And anyway, they go through the, I'm not going to say the whole poem because I'm going to butcher it. Yeah, don't. Mind it. But they say the deepest fear is not that we're adequate. The deepest fear is that we're powerful beyond our means. And a lot of times we want to dim our light around others because we're worried about how we make others feel. Yeah. But most of the time, but they say when you shine your light and those around you makes them do all the choice but to shine too. That's right. You know, it gives them the courage to shine. So by you not dimming your light or even giving yourself permission to be in the spotlight, I'll use the words you use, by you giving yourself permission to be in the spotlight, you empower others to find their own spotlight. You know, because everybody has it. Um, everybody got that gift. It may, and when we say spotlight, don't mean 
figuratively. Yeah, no. Uh, we mean it could be, you know, finding what makes you happy and finding my what purpose. Makes you enjoy your purpose. Yes, for me, it's walking yeah. in my purpose. So that spotlight is putting yourself in a light instead of downplaying yourself. Like, oh, I'm just going to do this or I'm just going to do that. Or like people will belittle you. Your little business, how your little business going, how your, hmm. how your little podcast, how your little, you still got a little business? <laughs> that man said on that um, meme, you still got a little job. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, that's interesting. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you give yourself permission. So yeah, that makes sense. But when you said that, that's what I thought about um, that poem for the deepest fear. Yeah. Yeah. And so that, that's why that word, uh, that's why I chose permission for my word for 2023. Um, have you came over word 2024? I have. Are you, do you want to share it now? Like, I mean, we can share it. So my word for 2024 is alignment. I have more than one word. I was just going to say, how many do you have? I have more than one word. It's alignment, abundance, and prosperity. And we're going to keep faith for our couple word. So, but the is, go ahead. Mine is favor, discipline, and consistency. Okay. We ain't going to get it. So you go first. I go first with what? Which, if you want to go um, unpack what you well, no, I'm only going to share one. One, I'm not going to share all three because that's going to be too too long. So I will share one. And the one word that I want to tell why I chose is alignment. Mm -hmm. Um, Because it's important to me to... Like I yes, I am a businesswoman, but all business is not good business. <laughs> and the bit I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I ain't laughing at you. I'm not laughing at you, so don't think that. But I'm laughing because yeah, I've been ooh, I've been saying that. Yeah. Saying that. All business is not good business. So even in business, it has to be aligned with my core values. Um and if it's not like I I I do not have a problem saying no, like saying this is not a good fit, like you're not a good fit, we're not a good fit, however it needs to be said. Um because I'm 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 in a place now where the service means more to me than than the dollar, right? Um and I, I've had to do it a few times in 2023. Just, you know, people think because they, you know, can afford your services that I I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I kind of think they had 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 it a little mixed up. Um I'm trying to keep uh, yeah, I'm you trying, trying to, to be politically right. They I am. Twisted. I am. Yeah, that, you messed all the way up. That's right. I ain't gonna say the words that I normally. Yeah, say. yeah. I, you I, got me messed up, right? Now. Right. People, people got me twisted in um 2023 because they thought that because I can afford you or afford this service 
that you're going to deal with XYZ? No, I will not. You will get a discharge letter quicker than I can turn my head left or right because it's quality over anything else, right? And if you cannot respect me and my staff, then it's not a good fit. It's not a good fit. Like you can't mistreat the care team and then when you're on the phone with me or when I'm present, it's the highest respect for Dr. Walford, but you just treated the care team like crap. We're not doing that. We're, we're just not. Can I add to that? Maybe. Mm -hmm, you can. Also with that, which I know you probably would touch on it, is who you align your name with. Yes. Oh my God. Collaboration. That's, that's, that's what I thought yeah. you said it. That's why I thought you were well going. well that's yeah. that's that is it's two part. Yeah, yeah that's why like, I said you probably was gonna touch on I, I, yeah, I was because you know I'm huge on collaborations. And I, but at the same time, if it does not align, then we're not gonna collaborate. That's are, just all it is to it. I remember seeing something they said, um Jay-Z only do stuff that makes sense to him. And some people may think that's selfish, but if you're in business, that's what it's, it's business. It's not personal. So sometimes people go, oh, I want to do business with you. Why? Why would I not being funny? Because once you get to a certain point, if you don't build your name, your reputation and to your credibility and all that to a certain point, why would you attach your name to somebody who hasn't and you know, then they trying to come up off your name and then they do bad business or something happens and your name is attached to them. Yeah. And you have to watch. It's kind of like your mama said, watch who you hang around with. Yeah. You, you know, you definitely want to watch who you get in business with because hanging around with somebody is one thing. You know, you might go somewhere and just get out of the car because you don't want to be around. You get attached to business, it could really mess something up in the long run. You know, and then some people are like, why are you rocking with them anyway? But that's I'll let you go back to it. That's exactly what I was thinking. Yeah, I'm not really so much worried about the what the people say. It's more of, like I said, it's 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 got to be an alignment. And if it's not, it's just not happening. Yeah. Because that can cost in so many ways. Um, and it, Yeah. What was you going to say? That's true. Not worried about what people say. But your reputation entered the room before you do. That's true. So I'm not worried about what people say. It's just sometimes, in, especially in business, your reputation gets you, gets you in a room before you even know you're there. I will agree because I know my reputation has made it to plenty of spaces before I even got there. Yeah. And thank God it was good. That's my point. That's why. <laughs> uh, so it's not yeah. I worry about what people say. It's who's saying yeah, yeah. Well, that what makes a difference. Who is the source? Yeah. Yeah. Because, like I say, quick, I don't respond to, and this is not a shot at nobody. I don't respond down. No, we're eagles. Yeah, I don't respond down. So, you know, if a, if, if a dog bark at an eagle, I'm not coming down to the dog level if I'm an eagle to fight back. It don't make sense. We can't even hear it. 
I'm saying even if you can't. I know, but what I'm saying yeah. is you should be so focused on what you're doing, you don't even hear it. I mean, it's always that. Because as an eagle, we fly high. It's always that. Sometimes. And we need altitude. <laughs> Lord have mercy. I get what you're saying. You're right. You're correct. That's the little hood. It's okay. A little hood is good. Just not, you know, a whole lot of it. I, I lost my train of thought, so you I don't even know eagle. where we... You said you said as an eagle, you're not supposed to hear it. If you focus on what you're doing, you shouldn't even be able to hear it because they're down here and we're up there. Yeah, yeah, we fly high. That, that's it. I'm sorry. I interrupted I, I our flow, y'all. It's okay. Where are we going next? Uh, I guess mine would be, I just want to speak on two, which would be consistency and discipline. Consistency is just doing it, you know, just making sure I'll be mindful. And my wife is so, um, she holds me accountable even when I don't want to. She tries to she hold tries me to accountable. Hold me accountable. Now, that's, I'm sorry, I got to say it. Go ahead. Don't forget what you finna say. I'm not. So, my husband, Mr. Walford here to my left, he does not like for me to hold him accountable. So, I I thought it was quite brilliant for him to have, you know, me as his wife because this is what I get paid to do. Part of what I get paid to do, but he don't even want it for free. And we in the house. I'm not a sad woman. It's, he it's, don't want it the way I get it. It's your delivery, yeah. He don't it's, want it the way I get yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, it's but, a delivery. Okay, so th here's the thing. I'm, I'm going to touch on that, and I'm going to go back to mine. Here's the thing. And I'm just going to be honest. I go out in the world and fight the world. You can say anything you want to me in the world. I got to come back. I got something. I'm ready to square. Not physically square, but, you know, go to toe-to-toe. -to -toe. But when I come home, that's when my guard is down. Somebody say something to me, I'm like, oh, okay. My wife say the same thing to me. I'm like, why are you talking to me like that? It, it's just different. And I watched the podcast and the lady said, well, what's up with these men being so sensitive or too sensitive? The man said, if he can't be sensitive with his woman, what can he be sensitive with? What can, you know, what can he be, where can he drop his guard then? Because he can't do it out in the world because then they're going to eat them alive. So that's that. So, but she's right. Sometimes she says stuff to me and I um and I kind of don't like the way she she does it. But I hear her and she doesn't treat me any different than anybody else she holds account. She yeah. talks to them the same way. So I can't be mad. It's just I'm like, you my wife. Talk to me more gentle. She don't, baby, did you do yeah, this? No, like, I'm not like baby. Did you you said Yeah, yeah, because I'm not finna come to you for to be holding you accountable, talking about some well, baby, can, did you remember, sweetie? Can you no? It but no. Th at this point, when I'm holding you accountable, I'm your coach. I'm not your wife, and your coach in a in a professional setting that is not your wife will not be saying, "Baby and sweetie, did you?" They're gonna say, "Uh, Mr. Walford, did you do X, Y, Z?" I didn't say you were wrong. So yeah, but I'm and and the other thing to that is, of course, I I want you to always be able to let your guard down with me, 
at, at home, I'm your wife. But at the same time, when it's time to for accountability, I'm not your wife. I'm, I mean, I'm just saying I'm not. I'm a, well, when it comes to accountability and business and goal setting, personal goals that you set for yourself, I'm not your wife. Now, inside this house, I am your wife. So I, I guess I can see how you're saying, like, how you say that to me like that. Because I have to learn to, to, I guess, turn my hat around or take it off or do something different when I'm when I'm speaking to you as your wife and not, you know what I'm saying, and not as your, your business coach. It's a difference. Okay. And my other one, um, <laughs> what was uh, um, discipline? Yeah. Um, That's a good one. Discipline is Mike Tyson said, y'all can see I, I listen to a lot of podcasts. Mike Tyson said discipline is not that you want to do it, but you're doing something you hate like you love. Mm-hmm. So in other words, on that day you don't feel like going to the gym, go. That's the day you go and you work extra hard. That day you don't want to record that podcast or you don't want to make that video, that's the day you make two. That's this because sooner or later it's gonna become a habit, and it's gonna feel funny if you don't do it. But anything out of life, repetition is gonna make you a master at. It. Mm-hmm. So whenever you want to do stuff, or uh, whenever you set your mind and set your goal to doing it, discipline is what's gonna set the difference. Kobe Bryant was so disciplined; he didn't he 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 outworked everybody. That's what made him as good as he was. Same with um, LeBron James. Same with Michael Jordan. I don't mean just name athletes, but <coughs> these people are outworking the other people. That's what sets them apart. It's like Kobe said, he up at 4 o'clock in the morning, He and by the time you wake up at 9, he done done two workouts, and you just not get started. He said, if you do that every day for a year, you're so far behind him, you can't even see. Mm-hmm. So those are my words. Favor, Discipline and consistency. Those are good words. Good words, good words, good words. All right. You got anything else? Um 2023, definitely. Um for us, I'm gonna speak just for us. Um it was a good year, but we had our trials, we had our times. Um, but mm-hmm. we did network with a lot of good people. We did. Um, we met. We networked with a lot of good people. We traveled a lot, and we we've did. met a lot of good people that are still pillars in our lives and our community grow. Yeah. Uh, well, I would say we gained some and we lost them. Yeah. Some people. We we made room. We made room for the, for the ones right that's that's right. That's it, baby. Yeah, we made room for the right people in our lives because everybody is not in your life forever. Some people in your life for a season. And you got to know when to let them go. And when I say let them go, it's not you don't care about them or you don't you just. You, they, they're not meant to go with what you're planning on going. You know what I'm saying? Uh, oh, what was that saying? Um, a root and a tree the same. Ah, I, I'm not going to say that because I'm going to butcher it. But T.I. said it on Camden's podcast. Well, my, well, we got to get what We got to find it. But um, my point is um, people are in your life for a season. They're not always in your life forever. And some people just can't go where you're going and you have to find like-minded people to help elevate you and you know to that community to when you're going through something i can't talk to somebody about 
going through trouble with business taxes if they never did it. Right. And if they, yeah, they're, it's just different conversations, right? Um, and yeah, exactly. Conversations are different. Yeah. Um, and I'll say, yeah, 2023 definitely, definitely, um, was challenging. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm just gonna leave it at that. I, that's a whole nother episode to come back and, you know, break it down. But educate yourself. Yeah. Um. I, I'm just, you know, there were a lot of challenges, but like my husband said, um, we also had some great, great things happen in 2023 as well. <laughs> um, we met some. And we were able to collaborate and do business with some amazing people, um, you know, and that, I mean, it is what it is. We have to be okay with, with um, elevation and the changes that come with it. The higher you get, the thinner the area, so it's going to be uncomfortable at first. You have to find ways to adapt. Yeah. And that tells us we're elevating. I didn't mean to cut off, but I see what she was, you know, kind of trying to figure out the words with that. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I try to say stuff and not be offensive, but, you know, sometimes it is what it is. Yeah. Um. So, again, like like, like we keep saying, like, it, it was challenging, but overall we're grateful for every challenge that came because challenges are stepping stones and they're lessons, Right. Um, that doesn't mean that it's not hard. It doesn't mean that they're not painful because they are. But at the end of the day, it's a stepping stone to help us grow through where we are and step to and help us step up to the next level that we're going. Um, so, you know, we can't help but to be appreciative for the challenges, like you can't say, you know, we just take the good things out of 2023 and be grateful for. No, we're grateful for it all. In the words of Marvin Sapp, the good, bad, the ugly, and the small. We're we're grateful for everything that happened in our lives and through our lives in 2023. It's like I said, just in case. The higher you go, the thinner the areas. And it's going it makes it hard for you to breathe, but you will adapt. You will yeah. you will learn how to adapt in the higher air. Um, and I'm I'm like she said, it was some challenges, but one thing I give us, especially her, through all the challenges, if you look through our lives, you never knew we were going through anything. And we say these challenges are not personal, it's more so business. Yeah. But you look at it, you never know we we was facing the challenges we were facing. Um, because you have to do that. You mm -hmm. have to keep pushing, you have to get up every day and keep going at it and making sure, you know, even though you you can take a time just to be down, it just yeah. take long. You can you can take about five minutes. That's it. You don't get no longer than five minutes. Like get yourself together. Come on. You still got you still got work to do. Like this is not you know, a time for you to quit. Like, this is not a cue for you to just say, huh, I'm done. No. 
And who are we to do that anyway? We don't have the right to do that because this is the path that God has put us on. So how dare you think that you can just say, I oh, hear God, no, we changed our mind. We're not doing that. Uh, No, where they do that it's at? The assignment, like on Mission Impossible. If your assignment is, because you, <laughs> you can easily just, I mean, for entrepreneur, anybody, you can easily deny yourself the assignment and, you know, it ain't, you can easily not to, but it ain't going to be easy for you when you decide not to do it. But that's a whole nother podcast. And, you know, we're not going to get into that. But, um, yeah, 2023 was, um, we're grateful for all that happened. It, everything that happened. Mm, um, the word anyway, grateful. Yeah, yeah. Grateful. Yeah, through it all, we're grateful for everything that has happened. Um, but... 2024, <laughs> we welcome, and we are so excited about all the things that we have coming up. Speaking of that, would you like to touch on some of the things we have coming up in 2024? Um, sure. Let's touch on some of it. Okay. So, what 2024 looks like for us, the Walfords? Um, let's see. Where we gonna start, baby? What we got together? Um, we're working on um a show, chopping it up with the waffles. We will be coming at you. Um, yay! And um, just different topics and we and different things we go through as a couple. Um, I will be doing um a YouTube page. Well, we have that on YouTube and Facebook, but I'm also doing a YouTube page. Um, the average man, which is something that was supposed to be done in 2023, but it will be launched 2024. The Average Man podcast and um, YouTube channel just for men who, the average man who don't want to be average. We all go mm -hmm. through this phase when, you know, you may get middle age, like I said earlier, you know, you had that fire in you, but it feel like the fire's going out, but it's still still lit. You just have to unpack it so it's not smothered. It actually, you know, so it can really ignite you and find that fire inside of you. Because mm -hmm. a lot of us, when you get to middle age and you get kind of stuck in this monotonous life and you know you, but you know inside you God is still telling you you have a purpose mm -hmm. you guys still telling you inside you still have a reason to wake up because we're at age now when some people ain't waking up mm. you know some people ain't making sense tomorrow so um you know you wake up he's you you still you, you still got a purpose here you're waking mm -hmm. up for a reason um so the average man podcast chopping up with the wafflets average man youtube channel um my wife is doing a anthology she's gonna be the visionary author yeah um her very first anthology and she's i'm sorry it's not a first anthology it's the first one she's the visionary author yes so i'm yes. a part of that um of course my yes. wife is a visionary author um miss um dr tamara mitchell davis yes shout um, out shout out out had us up in connecticut even when it's cold <laughs> but but it was but great it was that, great that's how you know that them some good people because anybody that know the walkers we don't move in the cold nah. and it Especially was cold to Especially to go to it yeah it actually go on purpose and it was cold there but you know, that's good people. So, absolutely. We will catch a flight. And we're glad that we did. Um, So, yeah, we have the anthology um, project that is coming 
out this year. I'm super excited. Shout out to all the co-authors. Um, shout out to the Ford writer. Um, Y'all just going to have to keep tuning in. We will have the co-authors on for interviews. Um, Ford writer is. I'm not telling. Not I'm not telling any of that. I'm not telling any of that. Just gonna have to stay tuned in to the podcast, um, so you can get to know the co-authors and know more about the anthology project that I will be producing. I'm so excited. Um, I'm so excited. Um, this year it is it's, it's gonna be released this year. So stay tuned for that. Um, there I also have some business moves. I don't think we should speak on those shit. Okay, so hubby don't want to speak on the business uh ventures. The business ventures Akins. Hubby don't want to speak on the business ventures uh with Akins, which is our home care agency just yet. Um so we will hold off on that. But no, we have some some things in store we're super excited about. Um I have some more um book projects where I co-authored uh, mm -hmm. last year, actually in 2023, I, I wrote a couple of, um, on a couple of different um, anthologies. So those will also be coming out this year. Um, we will have our first conference this year. Yay. I'm so excited about that. I'm so excited. Fun. Wow. Yeah. You're actually excited you've about You've been talking about it for a while, so I'm happy. And I know I'm a be having to work. <laughs> um, and for you, for those of you don't do, do know, um, I do travel for work, but I um actually, I used to travel like eighty percent of the year and be home twenty percent of the year. Not flip, so I'll be home eighty percent of the year and traveling twenty percent of the year. So I will be able to whenever I'm invited because this is our house. Not physical. I'm talking about all best on me. The podcast. Oh, I that's what like, I mean by this what? is her house. All best on me. Yes. Uh, I, when I'm invited, I may be on a lot more episodes. He will be on. I love having my husband as a co-host. Um, so I will definitely invite him. Yeah, try to get more men involved. Yeah, I will definitely invite him. Um, we have new structure coming to our um all best on me Facebook group. Um, you ladies just stay tuned. Uh, yeah, there there is some great stuff in store for the All Bets on Me family. Um, and so I think that's enough. That's all we're going to share. Um, season two, I'm, I'm just going to tell you guys to get ready. We have some amazing guests, you know, that... We'll be sharing coming into the studio um, for you guys. We will continue to share, you know, our stories, not from a victim standpoint, but from a victorious standpoint. Mm -hmm. When we come on to share our stories, it's to inspire, it's to motivate, um, encourage other people, and just to be, you know, the hope. We never know who's going through what we've already come through, right? And so we want to be that hope for them. We want to be the inspiration and the encouragement to say, hey, look, God brought me through. He can bring you through. And not only that, 
really be that hand for them. Reach back and pull them out or reach down and pull them out. We all know what it feels like to be in a situation, right? That doesn't feel good. That's not the best space to be in. And just knowing that, then we should be a little bit more willing to help other people through. And so that's really what it's all about when, when I bring guests on to the All Bets On Me podcast and we talk about their story, what they've been through. Not, again, it's not so y'all can say, ooh, oh, poor thing. I feel so bad for her or him. No, don't feel bad for us. Like, we're sharing our story, but we made it through. We're one of the ones that made it through. Everybody doesn't. So we're here to show you that it can be done and to show you that you don't have to go through things alone. Okay. So we will end this episode. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. Don't forget to comment. Don't forget to subscribe. Don't forget to share the podcast episode with other people. Invite them to, to, to come join the family as well. Um, and I did want to say this. I want to say thank you and congratulations to the All Bets on Me family because we are international. We got an international status during season one. Yes, yes, yes. Thank you so much. But we could not have done that without you guys. So thank you so much for the genuine love and support. And thank you for my viewers in Ireland. Yes, thank you for making the All Bets on Me podcast international. We appreciate you for being here. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Anything else, Mr. Walker? No, I appreciate you having me. Um, I look forward to being a guest again. All righty. All right, All Bets on Me family. Until the next time, uh, enjoy your family. Continue to press forward. Don't forget to make a dream come true this year. Don't be afraid to just step out on faith. Just do it. All right? And don't forget that all bets are always on you.